I know it's been a while since I have put out a podcast, so want to start off by saying I'm sorry for being MIA. I've been gone for like, I don't know, it's been almost two months now. Um, yeah, life has just been kicking me in the ass recently, so I decided to take a step back from the podcast. I mean, not not just the podcast. I put everything on pause in life, and I've sort of just been vibing in my own presence. I did put like a little tiny announcement on Instagram saying the podcast was going to be on hiatus for X amount of time. And you got your guys' words in a moment when I really needed them. Like, thank you for, you know, reaching out to me and checking in on me, seeing if I was okay. I appreciate you. Um, So that's what I wanted to say. And I did try recording last week. However, that did not go as planned because I did start crying for the entire recording. So I'm going to try to make it through this one without crying. But in today's episode, I kind of just want to give you a little life update on where I am, how I've been doing, what's been going down. Because girl, like life has just been drastically different since I last recorded the pod. So let's get into it today. Um, basically, my boyfriend uh, broke up with me and it absolutely destroyed me. Like I, I had never experienced heartbreak before. Um, you know, you see it on TV, you see it on Disney Channel when Mason left Alex Russo or when Spencer cheated on Teddy on Good Luck Charlie. Like you see it all. You see it on all the TV shows. But until I actually experienced it, I didn't know what it felt like. And so this heartbreak absolutely shattered me to pieces um, because it was a four-year relationship. uh, And this was someone that I had absolutely, I loved this person to my core and I admired him so much because... He was he was just one of the most caring and nice people that I've ever met. He was very caring, had a very soft, uh, just a soft soul, a soft, sensitive soul that I really admired about him. Our lives were very intertwined um, because we had met in college freshman year. And so that transition from being 18 to 23, sort of growing from kids to adults and doing that together you know, sort of living together, growing together, figuring out life together, just being in each other's presence together during that transition. It's like your lives become very intertwined. And at that point, the only life I had gotten to know was a life with him because we were together 24-7. I basically didn't know what it meant to be on my own anymore, which, you know, definitely wasn't a great thing. I sort of lost my independence in the midst of it and you know I just forgot what it was like to live life as a single human being um, and in many ways I I did become very reliant on him like he was just my ultimate comfort person but regardless that was how we spent our years together and as grossly corny as it sounds, he was my best friend. It was like I just loved our time together, you know, having someone to laugh at the dumbest videos with or to get 
McDonald's at 1am with or just to have someone appreciate me for me where like I can feel like I can be myself and be happy without being judged even the little things like getting froyo or going to Costco or going to the pet store so we can look at dogs we always talked about getting two fluffy dogs together when we were older and they would be best friends and they would look like teddy bears and it's like I just I truly loved him so much and he was my best friend and the person I could go to for anything I'm not good at saying these things out loud because I don't know how to I don't know how to speak my emotions which is that's one of the realizations that I had coming out of this but I'm not good at I'm not good at expressing my emotions or my appreciation for people or showing my love or compassion um to that extent so yeah that's just how I felt about our relationship you know looking at all the good all the bad that at the end of the day that's how I felt and I think that's how we both felt for a really long time you know we had our arguments we had our hard moments but at the end of the day we had a lot of love for each other and so back to what I was saying uh he broke up with me and let me preface this by saying at the time we were in a medium distance relationship so he was still in school I was working um and so before the breakup I was on a work trip for a week and he was busy with school so we were both pretty distant and when I got back I really just wanted to talk and say sorry for the distance I wanted to talk it out I wanted to tell him about my work trip I was just really excited to talk and to see him again because we had travel plans coming up. I was excited to spend picnic day with him at his his school, but um, essentially that conversation didn't happen um, because when we called, I asked how he was doing and what was on his mind and he uh, broke up with me. And it was a very long call, but essentially, I I had so many questions, my soul was in shock from the questions that I could process in my head during that time. I was, you know, just asking, why did he want to break up? Like, when did it happen? Where did it go wrong? And he essentially said, um, I don't love you anymore. Like, I can't find it in myself to love you anymore. Um, I don't see you romantically at all. And um, and basically he said he couldn't see himself being happy in the future with me. Um, and that his he had spoken about this with his mom. And his mom said that uh, he was too immature for me that he was still in school while I was getting a job and he hadn't figured out his life yet. And so she said that he was holding me back in life. And um, just hearing all of that absolutely destroyed me. Uh, I never thought there would be a day where he would say, I don't love you anymore because just a few days ago, he would text me like, love you you know what I mean so hearing those words uh, sorry guys I'm crying already but uh, this might be a waterworks show let me get it together uh 
to go from hearing that to I don't love you at all anymore was really a shock to my system, especially because the way I felt about him in that moment when I heard that was the same love I felt two years ago, three years ago. You know what I mean? Like wholeheartedly loved him with everything. Um, so to hear those words truly broke me. Uh, but at the end of the day, I understood that sometimes you can't control your feelings. If you don't love someone, you don't love someone. He said his feelings started to fade in January and he really, truly tried to love me. Um, but we just, with the medium distance relationship, we weren't seeing each other frequently. He said our personalities were very different and he just, no matter how hard he tried, he couldn't love me. So we, we talked over the next few days. I just learned more about how he fell out of love and you know how he really tried he really tried to keep loving me, but it just wasn't the same. He said he needs to grow. And I was asking all these questions like, after everything we, we'd been through in the past four years, you know, you would always show me how much you love me. Like, you don't have any ounce of love left anywhere, like none at all. And he was like, no, I'm sorry, I don't. And... It was just really hard for me to make sense of it all because, especially because the last time we had seen each other, um, he took me to go eat at a restaurant where we had our first date. We went to go grab dessert and we were just like talking and laughing and sitting by the window and like everything just felt normal. And I don't know, on one of the weekends, he planned out a whole day of just thrifting and going to round one and he won me a bear out of a claw machine and we were just eating korean barbecue and shopping for our four-year anniversary and like i recall that we both were having a good time or so i thought and he like never usually planned full day dates so it was just like it was special to me and to go from all of that to this just a few weeks later it's just like i didn't see it coming and that's why i was in so much pain because i didn't see it coming at all so it felt like getting hit by a truck emotionally you know and so when i was talking to him i was just trying to make sense of it all like i was asking if there was someone else because i just i didn't know what the answers were I really tried to understand where he was coming from. And even though it hurt, I could respect that he tried to keep loving and also respect that he wanted to find happiness. Um, I just, at the end of the day, I wanted him to be happy. And I really cared so much, so I, I guess I could accept that it wasn't me to make him happy like it killed me but i was trying to accept it you know you can't control someone's feelings people's feelings change people change people grow we didn't even see each other often anymore so so i could really understand or at least try to understand where he was coming from and i i could i could respect that um, at that point, I had I had felt like I had gotten closure over those next few days. Um, I was dying, but I did feel like I had gotten closure. 
And even though all of that happened, I truly just, I didn't want to end on a bitter note because he had done nothing wrong. Um, he was just such a good-hearted person. And again, sometimes you just can't control someone's feelings, right? If someone just tries to love you, they really try and they can't, then it is what it is. And I couldn't blame him for that because he tried. You think of breakups and it's like when people break up, they still love each other in certain circumstances or they just need to grow or whatever. But I don't know, just hearing the words, I don't love you anymore. And seeing that, like I can picture it in my head, seeing him say that. Because, oh, oh, by the way, this all happened over FaceTime because we were medium distance. So I can just picture him on my laptop as we were FaceTiming, nodding his head saying, no, I don't love you anymore. So that was really hard to process. Um, But yeah, that was the heartbreak. Uh, And then part two happened. Um, So something wasn't adding up. um, And let me backtrack a little bit here. The night that we broke up, uh, immediately after we ended that call, I went on Instagram not even a few minutes later, just out of habit, I guess. And I noticed that he had removed me from his private account. Now, that private account only had one follower, which was me. And my private account only had one follower, which was him. Because in college, we did not have a lot of friends. We were two lonely souls. We had each other, but we weren't good at making friends. Um, But he had removed me. And I just thought that was very strange because we very much were not social media people. So I just thought it was weird that his first instinct was to remove me from that private account. But I was like, I guess it makes sense. Like when couples break up, they block each other. Um, yeah, that was fine. It was, I mean, I, I was like, I get it. Like that private account was just for me and you to like send each other memes and photos or whatever. So that was fine. And then a few days later, I end up going back onto his Instagram account because who knows why and I saw there was a new follower on there and I was in shock I was like like I had a gut feeling about who it was and so seeing that one follower it baffled me because we had created those private accounts together early on in our relationship and throughout our whole relationship nobody was on there except for me so it sort of just baffled me that there was suddenly someone else on there later that day we had talked and he was like oh, it's just like my other spam account. Don't even worry about it. There's no one else. And I was like, okay. So we hung up and um, I realized what he told me, um, you know, that it was his spam account was not true. When I realized that he had lied, I truly did not know how to handle my emotions. I felt so completely hurt. I think why seeing that there was a new follower on his Instagram hurt me so much was because during my work trip, I was having the same sort of gut feeling of like, is there someone else? You know, it was really getting to my head. But the whole time, I also felt like I was going crazy because there was no way that he would ever do that to me. So I was just, I kept going back and forth and I felt like the craziest person on the planet and I really tried to shoot those feelings down I really really did um 
And so I called my friend just to talk to her about it. And she had talked me through it. And she also had his location because my friend was close with the both of us. And she was like, hey, he's in your city. And I knew that he would not come to my city unless he was there with someone else. At that moment, I knew he was with another girl, which just shocked me again. A few hours earlier was when he said the words to me, I promise there's no one else. And he picked up his laptop and was like, see, there's no one in my room. There's nobody else that I'm interested in. And I, I didn't even question it because he sounded so sincere. I mean, he hung up that phone call and then drove to my city with another girl. Uh, it completely destroyed me that he had replaced me in a matter of days. I mean... After a four-year relationship, it completely destroyed me. Um, And so after finding that out, uh, the next day, I was like, I'm just going to go drop off his stuff, get my stuff back, and that's it. Like, I'm never going to see him again. Um, So I went to his apartment. We had a conversation. I was asking if there was someone else, and he continued to say, no, it's just my spam account. And I'm like, he said it so sincerely that I was like, okay, I know you're saying this. It's not adding up, but like, maybe that makes sense. Like I was just getting gaslighted the whole time, which is what happened during the phone call too. But I, because it happened during the phone call, when we were in person talking about this, I was like, this is not adding up. And he was like, fine, you want to know the truth? I'm interested in this girl. I think she's pretty. I want to start a physical relationship with her. And you can't blame me for that. Like, this is just how I'm going to cope. This is how I'm coping with our breakup. I just want to rebound. And also, I don't have any obligation to tell you anything about my life after we broke up. So, you happy now? Like, that's how the conversation went. i never seen that side of him ever before. And hearing those words, I want a physical relationship with someone else, again, destroyed me to my core. Because just days ago, we were in a relationship. And... I mean, my head was still processing the fact that we broke up. Like, before it all happened, my head was very much still in the relationship. Like I said, I still loved him the same I did two years ago or however long ago. So to hear those words, it just hurt so much. And it also didn't make sense to me as to why he was saying he needed to cope. And this is how he was doing it. Cope with what? You know what I mean? Like, he literally told me he needed to grow. And his family said he needed to grow. But that doesn't add up because the next second you turn your head towards someone else and you want to start a physical relationship. Which, by the way, um, I'm pretty sure he just said physical relationship to not make it sound like he wanted to start a whole relationship with someone else but i think that in fact was the truth so i said to him does that mean during our relationship you had feelings for her as well and he said no i didn't have feelings for her she was just a friend during our relationship um he had the intentions of bringing her into his life immediately after we broke up there is no way you can block off your feelings for someone else one day and then suddenly have feelings for them the next right after we break up that's just he kept saying that's what happened and that's how it was. And I, I just don't believe it. 
I, I've known about this girl since they met, since the day they met. And I knew they were hanging out a lot. And I knew they were texting a lot. And I knew they had become good friends. And I, I knew he was lonely in college, especially since I wasn't always there. I knew he didn't have a lot of friends. And I knew he was struggling with just being lonely. And so I was like, go make friends, go hang out with people. Like, I know you can do it. He was pretty, like, insecure about his personality, I guess, like, that nobody would like him or that he's not relatable. But I was like, like, I know you made friends in your lab. Like, keep being friends with them. And I guess this is what it leads to, right? Now the girl and him are just, yeah. I just can't believe I was, the whole time I was like, the whole time I was encouraging him, even though in the back of my mind, I was like, what if... You know, you know what I mean? Like, as a girlfriend would normally feel when, when their boyfriend is hanging out with another girl, they would kind of be like, oh, jealousy, like, why are you hanging out with that girl so much? But those were emotions that I had in the back of my mind, but I pushed them away because I knew he was so lonely and I knew... Please hold as I try to get it together and collect my thoughts. Despite the gut feeling that I started to get of the girl being you know, more than just a friend, there was always one thing since the beginning of our relationship that he always reassured me of, and it was that he would never hurt me like this. Like, that was the one thing. But as much as he was telling me that he didn't have feelings for her until we ended our relationship, it's just impossible to believe that because... He opened another door seconds after closing ours. And it just makes me think that everything that we did together, the dates, the gifts, the cuddling, like literally everything, he was probably thinking about someone else. And it's also hard for me to believe what was true and what wasn't because the lie at first was just so convincing. So it just, it makes me question everything especially the last few months of the whole relationship his feelings started fading for me in January and that's when he met this girl and so my brain automatically tells me like emotionally he was already gone his head was turned I don't know I just didn't think I mean breakups hurt you can fall out of love with someone but this additional layer of another person being involved please hold again as you can tell my my emotions are really getting the best of me, so give me a few seconds. It just made me feel like actual garbage. Like I felt so worthless because of how easy it was to just throw me away and to find someone else to do everything that we did. You know what I mean? Like every single thing. My seat in the car, my side of the bed, our jokes, like going to Trader Joe's. All of those little things that I cherished and really enjoyed in life, it's like it, none of it mattered. You know what I mean? It made me feel like nothing I did was important or meaningful or anything. Um, like at the end of the day, I get it. He couldn't love me. But to show no ounce of care, it just it just killed me. Like when the person you trust the most makes you feel this type of of pain it's like i don't even know how people recover because i feel like time is moving so slow and i'm not getting any better and 
the feeling I'm feeling is not the feeling of wanting him back. It's literally just pain in my heart and my stomach and everything. Side story, a weekish later, um, after this whole thing happened, I went to a concert alone just to vibe. And when I got there, I actually saw them standing in line together. Like, of course, out of everyone I could run into, of course, it was them. Um, It made me really sad because just a few months ago, we had gone to the same venue to see our favorite artist. Um, I had gotten him tickets for his birthday, and I just remember we had a really good time. And so when I saw them together, it just felt horrible. Uh, Yeah, so that was our breakup. It's been over a month, and I will say that life has been... I have never experienced life in this way before. I think the first thing is that this whole situation, like, truly traumatized me. um, Because it taught me that someone can love you for years and years and then just give up on you. It made me feel like I was not good enough like where someone just wants to abandon you and you don't see it coming and they leave you hanging there and they find someone to replace you and replace everything that you guys did together so uh it definitely traumatized me in that way like i i'm truly scared that one day this is gonna happen again or that someone will just stop loving me and not communicate or say anything to fix it because they don't value the relationship enough or whatever the reason. I would have worked really hard to fix what wasn't going right if I had outright knew that, hey, I'm, you know, something's off with us right now. Like, I just want to, I would have worked on it, but there was just that lack of communication that I guess didn't make that possible. So I'm, yeah. Also, just the fact that I was replaced so easily with another girl uh, definitely brought out a lot of insecurities. Like when I go out now, I, I just feel like a different person because I feel like I'm trying to prove that, I don't know, the feeling of getting replaced with someone makes you not feel good enough anymore. So now I feel like I have to do all of these things, I have to dress better like I have to look my best 24 7 like I just almost yeah I have to prove myself that I'm worthy to the world like that's I know how shitty that sounds but that's how I feel right now like every time I go out my hair is done my lashes are on full face of makeup which is the complete opposite of who I was just a few months ago you know I was comfortable in someone accepting me for my looks you know, at least I I, mean, I was always insecure, but I had that one person to be like, hey, you're beautiful no matter what. And then just being replaced. Like, it brought out, like, this insecure side of me that I'd never had. So, yeah, that's where I am, too, with that. Like, I've been doing so much shopping. I've been buying all these new shoes, new clothes. So that's me right now as part of my healing slash trauma or whatever um but on like a not as depressing note I've also been just trying to process a lot of my emotions through journaling and I think the one thing that's really gotten me through or it's just 
it's helping me handle my emotions a little bit better is writing music. I, let me preface this by saying I'm not a singer, but just being able to sit in my bed with a guitar and write and write my emotions, like, it's really been helping me. And yeah, I'm just taking it day by day, honestly. But I I will say, I just need to give a huge shout out to my family and my friends for getting me through this. My parents, for in the earlier days of my breakup, my mom would lay next to me and just be a presence and I remember just crying on my bed and my dad was just sitting there hugging me I'm glad they were there to support me and every single day they're like you know making sure I'm eating making sure I'm taking my vitamins my mom still lays next to me to keep me company because it's definitely affected me um in more ways than one uh so it definitely opened up a lot of things in my mind that I don't know they're just hard to deal with right now but um because I'm a weak bitch okay that's just anyways I greatly appreciate my family and my sister who is all the way in San Diego um she's calling me she's trying to get me through it you know what I mean so I do feel bad because I feel like I've been bringing my whole family down with my emotions but I'm trying to get out of it I would also just my friends after it happened a few days later I had called my friend and told her about what happened and she was just like, you know, I love you, like, these people love you, your friends love you, and, like, her and her boyfriend came to my house that night just to drop off, like, a care package. I've been hanging out with them, like, they've been taking me out, I just, I really appreciate them a lot. And then my other friend, who's, like, all the way in Korea, but she answered all of my calls where I would just be crying and crying and crying. So I love her and just everyone, everyone, like everyone that has taken the time to hang out with me. They've just helped me get out of this little rut where, I mean, I've been in bed for so long, so I really appreciate them. So that's been sort of like how my life's been going in terms of my insecurities and like the activities that I've been up to in terms of my own mindset. Um, and my own emotions and realizations and everything. Um, as of right now, I, I'm i still working to find peace within myself, I guess. Uh, it's been well over a month, almost two months, but I'm still very, very hurt by it. I unfortunately am crying like every single day still, but I know that will that will slowly start to subside. Um, it just takes time. I know it takes time. It takes time for everybody. Some people it takes shorter. Some people it takes longer. I'm just truly getting through every day, day by day. Uh, the hardest part really is just making it through a day. I mean, I don't know. I've just been dealing with a lot of bad anxiety. Um, I'd wake up and then for a second, it's like everything's fine. I don't know what's happening in life. And then suddenly reality starts to hit and, you know, I just cry and shake in bed until I have to get up for work like I I can't even sleep these days to be honest I I just have so much anxiety that I wake up hours before I have to and then I lay there and I I sit in my thoughts sometimes I I just dread having to sleep at night because that would mean 
I have to deal with the same feeling over and over of just anxious mornings. So I've also had a lot of reoccurring dreams of this whole situation, which isn't fun either because I feel like my brain can't tell the difference between dreams and reality. So in my head, I'm like, oh, we're still talking or, oh, I met the girl or, oh, he's breaking up with me again. Like, or, oh, I'm asking if we can get back together. Like, I just have so many dreams and it's like, I don't want to have the same dream anymore. I I don't want to relive the moment anymore, you know, and I wake up and it just contributes to my anxiety. It's also been over 50 days and counting and I have only gone two days without crying emotionally I've just been exhausted um I hung out with a lot of people you know I went out a lot in the first couple weeks just to try to distract my brain but recently I found that no matter where I am or who I'm with or what I'm doing Um, my heart is just, it's extremely heavy. Like, I can't sit at the dinner table or go five minutes without thinking about how there's someone else doing something that we used to do, or how he could not care at all after we'd been together for four years. So, I just, sometimes I want to turn my brain off, and I want to turn my thoughts off just for a bit. And like every single thing I do is filled with a memory and pain. And I'm just really tired. Like I'm tired of hurting. I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of being reminded of him. I just don't know what to do with myself at this point. Like I actually feel kind of hopeless. Like people say it gets better. But I truly feel like I am just surviving at this point. And... There's nothing in me that feels happy or excited or hopeful about life or the future right now or anything. I don't know. My mental health, my physical health, like everything is just really taking a hit right now. So I'm just really hurting. Like I'm really hurting. And I didn't think it would take me... I didn't think it would be almost two months and I would still be feeling this way, you know? But it is what it is, I guess. Um, I still do wish him the best. I do hope he finds what he's looking for. It just hurts. Like, at the end of the day, I can't hate anybody. I can't be angry over anything. There were places I could have done better. There were places he could have done better. I've also done a lot of processing after our last conversation because, you know, when you're in the moment, it's so heated. It's like, okay, I got this answer and that answer, but then you continue to ask yourself questions and there are still things that don't make sense to me and that will never make sense to me. Like um, how we had planned a trip to Vegas in April. We had booked our tickets, booked the hotels, how he could go through all of that with me. And then still say that he was thinking about breaking up with me during this time. It doesn't make sense to me. You know, I just remember the last time I saw him, we were crying because of laughter at Jesse J singing. And we were crying at like Terry Joe singing Slowly Drifting in like the deepest voice that he had. Like, I don't know. I just think about it and I'm thinking we were laughing the whole time. 
it's just hard for me to make sense of it all. But I guess in conclusion, I can only focus on me right now. And I think one of the hardest parts of that is that I'm not used to being alone. I don't know how to find happiness, like being on my own, being within myself. Uh, Part of me just wants to immediately like find someone and jump into another relationship and blah, 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 right? But I know that that's not the answer. I know I need to spend some time to work on my own things. You know, it's easy to get lazy and comfortable in a relationship. So to step out of that comfort zone and just do things on my own, that's what I I know I need to spend my time doing right now. Um, healing is not linear. You know, maybe two weeks ago I thought it was doing better, but this week has definitely been hitting me very hard. So I'm in my healing girl era right now. I know it's going to take time. But I'm going to continue writing music because I've always wanted to make music. I'm going to continue trying to just step out of my comfort zone and meet people and socialize and like get over that social anxiety. This week definitely felt like a roadblock though and it almost made me realize like, hey, I don't want to let a man be dragging my life down this much. Not that it's just him, but like everything adding up. It's just I feel like my life is not lifing right now, but I'll figure it out. So uh that's basically my life update hard for me to talk about but i really appreciate you guys for being here and continuing to listen and to look out for me and i love you guys i love my family i love my friends i love everybody that has been here to support me and i will say even though it was completely heart shattering to hear the love of your life be like i don't love you anymore uh i i have never felt more loved in my life by everybody else So thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you next time with another episode. Bye.